celebration and hallelujah. Well, hi there. This is the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible, and I'm coming to you from Riverside, California, podcasting since 2004, and I'm your OG Godcaster, Steve Webb. This is the daily podcast where we're reading through the entire Bible in a year. And may I just say, take a hike. <laughs> Today is take a hike day. For those of you blessed enough to live where you have four actual seasons, unlike those of us that live where the weather doesn't change much from season to season, it won't be long until the weather will make it difficult, if not impossible, to take a hike. So what better day to get out and do that than today? Speaking of today, we're going to read Psalms 33 through 35, and I'm calling the episode, Praise God Always. And instead of commenting after the reading, I'm again going to give you an introduction to each psalm before reading them. Also today, I'll tell you the results of the survey, as promised, and we'll learn what happened on this date in church history. You ready? Let's get started. Psalm 33 is such a joyous psalm. It's written to all that have called on the name of Jesus to be saved because it's written to the righteous. And because of our belief in the saving power of Jesus' shed blood, righteousness is credited to us. This is a psalm that looks at how good it is to be joyful and praise God in all His goodness and majesty and awesomeness and justice and power. It's like a wonderfully fresh breath of air on a crisp, clear, sunny blue day from the top of a pristine mountain where you can see for miles and miles and miles in all directions, all of God's good creation. This is a psalm of celebration and hallelujahs. Joyfully sing to the Lord, you righteous people. Psalms chapter 33 Joyfully sing to the Lord, you righteous people. Praising the Lord is proper for decent people. Give thanks with a lyre to the Lord. Make music for Him on a ten-stringed harp. Sing a new song to Him. Play beautifully and joyfully on stringed instruments. The word of the Lord is correct, and everything He does is trustworthy. The Lord loves righteousness and justice. His mercy fills the earth. The heavens were made by the word of the Lord and all the stars by the breath of His mouth. He gathers the water in the sea like a dam and puts the oceans in His storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all who live in the world stand in awe of Him. He spoke, and it came into being. He gave the order, and there it stood. The Lord blocks the plans of the nations. He frustrates the schemes of the people of the world. The Lord's plan stands firm forever. His thoughts stand firm in every generation. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Blessed are the people He has chosen as His own. The Lord looks down from heaven. He sees all of Adam's descendants. From the place where He sits enthroned, He looks down upon all who live on earth. The one who formed their hearts understands everything they do. No king achieves a victory with a large army. No warrior rescues himself by his own great strength. Horses are not a guarantee for victory. Their great strength cannot help someone escape. The Lord's eyes are on those who fear Him, on those who wait with hope for His mercy to rescue their souls from death and keep them alive during a famine. We wait for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In Him our hearts find joy. In His holy name we trust. Let your mercy rest on us, O Lord, since we wait with hope for you. The title of Psalm 34 is 
The Psalm of David when he pretended madness before Abimelech, who drove him away, and he departed. We'll soon be reading in 1 Samuel chapter 21, verse 10 through 22, verse 1, that David was running from King Saul. He went to a place called Gath, a Philistine city, but found that there was no safe place there. In fact, he barely escaped. So he went to Adullam and found a cave and was joined there by others. This psalm may have been written and sung in this cave. Probably to make it easier to learn and remember, the psalm was written as an acrostic, with each verse beginning with a different Hebrew letter, except for the letter Vav, the sixth letter of the Hebrew alphabet. And Abimelech was most likely not a name, but a title given to Philistine rulers. According to 1 Samuel 21.10, this specific ruler was named Achish. In this psalm, David teaches us that we can and should praise the Lord even when we're under attack. Even in this cave, David praises the Lord with his mouth, not only in his heart, but with his mouth, as a way to encourage others to praise the one who delivered them to this safe place. Psalms chapter 34 I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul will make its boast in the Lord. The humble will hear it and rejoice. O magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he answered me, and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant, and their faces will never be ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and rescues them. O taste and see that the Lord is good! How blessed is the man who takes refuge in him! O fear the Lord, you his saints! For to those who fear him there is no want. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they who seek the Lord shall not be in want of any good thing. Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who desires life and loves length of days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous, and his ears are open to their cry. The face of the Lord is against evildoers, to cut off the memory of them from the earth. The righteous cry, and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted, and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants, and none of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. Now for Psalm 35. The Psalms can roughly be divided into seven different types. There are Psalms of Thanksgiving, Psalms of Lament, Psalms of Enthronement, Psalms of Pilgrimage, Royal Psalms, Wisdom Psalms, and Imprecatory Psalms. Psalm 35 is an imprecatory psalm. To imprecate is to call down calamity, destruction, and God's anger and judgment upon someone. And this is not the only psalm like this. We've already read some of them. The major imprecatory psalms are Psalms 5, 10, 17, this one, 35, and then 58, 
59, 69, 70, 79, 83, 109, 129, 137, and 140. Yeah, there's several. Now, it's important to remember what Paul wrote in Romans 12, 19. Never take your own revenge, beloved, but leave room for the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. With this in mind, the imprecatory psalms were not written with a mindset of getting purely personal revenge. They were written by men, by the way, not all of the psalms were written by David. They were written by men who knew of God's justice, sovereignty, and protection. The Israelites had been persecuted greatly by enemies such as the Hittites, the Philistines, and the Babylonians, who hated not only them, but God himself. They were ruthless and immoral conquerors whose goal was to destroy God's chosen people. And these imprecatory psalms were written with the idea of vindication for God as well as the people. Now, it's not known when David wrote this psalm, but the language in verse 1 is much like what David said in 1 Samuel 24:15. so it is possible that he wrote it during the time King Saul was pursuing him. Let's see what it says. Psalms chapter 35 O Lord, stand against those who stand against me. Fight those who fight me. Take hold of a safe covering and rise up to help me. Take a spear and battle axe against those who come to get me. Say to my soul, I am the one who saves you. Let the people be ashamed and without honor who want to take my life. Let those be turned away and brought to shame who plan to hurt me. Let them be like straw in the wind. May the angel of the Lord drive them away. Let their way be dark and dangerous, with the angel of the Lord going to get them. For without a reason they hid their net for me. Without a reason they dug a hole for my soul. Let them be destroyed before they know it, and let them be caught in their own net. May they destroy themselves as they fall into their own hole. My soul will be happy in the Lord. It will be full of joy because he saves. All my bones will say, Lord, who is like you? Who saves the weak from those too strong for them? Who saves the poor from those who would rob them? People come telling lies. They ask me of things that I do not know. They pay me what is bad in return for what is good. My soul is sad. But when they are sick, I put on clothes made from hair. With no pride in my soul, I would not eat, and I prayed with my head on my chest. I went about as if it were my friend or brother. I put my head down in sorrow, like one crying for his mother. But when I would fall, they would gather together in joy. Those who say things to hurt people would gather against me. I did not know them. They spoke against me without stopping. They ground their teeth at me like bad people making fun of others at a special supper. Lord, how long will you look on? Save me from being destroyed by them. Save my life from the lions. I will give you thanks in the big meeting. I will praise you among many people. Do not let those who hate me for no reason stand over me with joy. Do not let those who hate me for no reason wink their eye. They do not speak peace, but they make up lies against those who are quiet in the land. And they opened their mouth wide against me. They said, Oh, oh, our eyes have seen it. You have seen it, O Lord. Do not keep quiet. O Lord, do not be far from me. Awake yourself. Come and help me. Fight for me, my God and my Lord. 
Say what is right or wrong with me, O Lord my God, because you are right and good. Do not let them have joy over me. Do not let them say in their heart, Oh, just what we wanted. Do not let them say, We have swallowed him up. Let all who are happy because of my trouble be ashamed and without honor. Let those who think they are better than I be covered with shame and without honor. Let them call out for joy and be glad who want to see the right thing done for me. Let them always say, May the Lord be honored. He is pleased when all is going well for his servant. And my tongue will tell about how right and good you are and about your praise all day long. Tomorrow we'll read Job 23 and 24. As always, I encourage you to comment on the show notes page at lifespringmedia.com slash s12e79. Or you can email me at steve at lifespringmedia.com or go to comment.lifespringmedia.com and comment there. On this date in church history, November 17th, 1758, Englishman Philip Embury marries Margaret Switzer. And after emigrating to America, Embury was encouraged by his cousin Barbara Heck to establish a Methodist society in New York City in 1768. Embry thus became the first Methodist preacher in North America. And on this date, November 17, 1808, David Zeisberger died. He was a Moravian missionary to Native Americans. He established Indian congregations in Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Canada, but the churches he founded did not survive. Well, I told you I would share with you what I learned from the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible Podcast Listener Survey Season 12, and here it goes. 40% of you are between the ages of 55 and 64. 35% are between the ages of 35 and 44. 12% are between the ages of 45 and 54. 7% are between the ages of 25 and 34. And 6% are 65 or over. And 70% of you are male? 30% are female, 65% of you attend church on a weekly basis, 23% attend occasionally, 6% attend multiple times per week, and 6% never go to church. 75% of you identify as Protestant, 0% identify as Catholic, 18% identify as other, and 7% identify as none. On the question of do you regularly contribute monetarily to your church, 35% of you contribute monthly, 30% contribute weekly, 12% sporadically, 12% don't give at all, and 11% don't go to church. 60% of you said that you regularly read the Bible outside of church before listening to the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible, and 40% of you said no. Now, on this next question, some of you answered more than once, and that's fine. The question is, please select the answer that most closely states your level of belief. 47% said, I have no doubt that God exists. 88% said, Jesus Christ is my personal Savior. 12% said, I believe in God, but I have some doubts. No one said, I believe in God, but only sometimes. No one says, I don't believe in a personal God, but I do believe in a higher power or cosmic force. No one said, I'm not sure and there's no way to know for sure. No one said, I do not believe in God. And no one said, I have no opinion. Now, in regards to when I share my comments, I usually share the comments, as you know, after each day's Bible reading, but I said recently I instead gave an introduction to each chapter before the reading of the chapter, and that was in the Psalms, of course. 
The question is, what format do you prefer, before the reading or after? 60% said, I prefer to hear Steve's comments after the reading. 10% said, I prefer hearing an introduction to the chapter before the reading. And 30% had no preference. Question 9 was, please select the answer that best describes your satisfaction with the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible. 88% said, I like it just the way it is. 12% said, I'd like it better if changes were made. Nobody said, I only listen to the Bible reading. And nobody said, how do I get this podcast off my device? I was glad to see there was nobody that said that. (laughs) Now, the last question was sort of an essay question. Not everybody answered it, but those of you that did had some really good ideas. And I'm going to read a few of those to you today. What changes would you like Steve to make to the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible? This one started out kind of prickly, but he had some good ideas. So I'll start off with a prickly part. He said, no more privacy-abhorrent survey monkeys. Okay, I'm going to stop there and say, I did some looking around, and I could find only one security issue linked to SurveyMonkey. And from what I understand, this was from surveys that were emailed to Microsoft 365 accounts. In the email, there was a malicious link that exploited a Microsoft 365 vulnerability, as far as I can understand it. Uh, SurveyMonkey does allow surveys to collect personal information that respondents volunteer, and some surveys can collect IP addresses. Now, as you saw, I didn't ask any personal information, and so there was no personal information collected. My survey did collect your IP address, but I was not aware of that, and the next time I use SurveyMonkey, I'll be sure to turn that part off. I didn't see that as an option, so um, your your IP address was collected, but I don't need your IP addresses, and I'm not using your IP addresses for anything. So, back to the comments from this person. He said, experiment if you want. It's hard to know what's better if we don't experience it. What about some inline context or explanations where it would be helpful? Okay, I'm not quite sure what you mean there other than the comments uh, that I give after. Uh, Inline context, I'm I'm not sure what you mean um, unless you're talking about the show notes. Let me know. Uh, Email me and let me know. Give me some more ideas on what you were thinking there. And then he says, maybe some fun shows about Bible numbers or episodes about certain people or events, perhaps a different feed for these. Okay, so I do have a whole lot of other podcasts that I have done in the past that are still available. I've got uh, interview shows, um, fun shows about Bible numbers, like seven and things like that. Let me know uh, what you're talking about there. I have to say that I don't have time to create other new podcasts right now. This one takes (laughs) the lion's share of my time. Uh, But if you'd like to look back at uh, some of the old episodes of the LifeSpring podcast, uh, the LifeSpring Weekend Music Show, um, In Touch with God's Character, uh, there are several other shows that I've done in the past, and almost everything that I've done is evergreen. In other words, they aren't um, linked to current events. So if you're looking for more content, there's a bunch of it at LifespringMedia.com. Okay, uh, let's see. Speaking of other podcasts, this person said, I would love to hear more about the stories behind hymns, much like how you do a day in church history. And then this person pointed to hymnstories.org slash everyday hymns. And he said, and I already listened to Truth For Life at truthforlife.org, and I'd love to see links to other sermons to listen to. I'm also a listener to the No Agenda podcast, and I really appreciate what you're doing with Podcasting 2.0. Thank you. And thank you for that. Now, 
When It Comes to Hymn Stories, one of my other podcasts that I used to do is called Lifespring Hymn Stories. I did, I think, 42 episodes, and um, so you should listen to those. I think you'd enjoy those. And uh, as far as pointing to other sermons to listen to, uh, again, like I said before, I, I, have, a, I have enough to do in, in uh, getting this podcast uh, up to you every day. If in my studies I come across other sermons, I will link to them, but uh, there's no promises as to how often that'll happen. And I'm glad you heard about me on the No Agenda podcast. There's a lot of us uh, No Agenda producers here, and I'm glad to have you along for sure. I've been listening to No Agenda for years and years now, and uh, as as you know by now, Adam and I are, are somewhat friends. We don't hang out together. He's in Texas. I'm here in Southern California. But when I email him, I almost always get a, a quick response from him. I consider Adam a friend for sure. And as far as podcasting 2.0 is concerned, I'm going to be implementing the chapter's namespace here pretty soon and also, um, what do they call it, uh, transcription. So yeah, I'm getting more and more into using all of the podcasting 2.0 capabilities. And here's another No Agenda listener, ITM Steve. ITM stands for In the Morning. He says, ITM Steve, I love your show. One change I would make. I'd love to have some prayer time in every show, even if it's just for the LifeSpring family. I guess this is the first church I've ever belonged to, and so a lot of this is very new to me, but I really like it when we take a moment to pray at the end of the show, even if it's just for everyone else who's listening. Thank you for your courage, and uh, thank you for that as well. And you may have noticed we are praying on every single episode. That's a great idea, and I'm happy to do that. I've been praying for you in my private prayer time, but yeah, why not do it on the show? And you said, I guess this is the first church I've ever belonged to, and um, I thank you for that, but I really encourage you to find a local church body where you can have uh, time spent face-to-face with other believers. It's really a good encouragement for times where things get difficult. This is a family here, but it's not face-to-face, and having a church family can be just critically important in especially the the difficult times in life. Um, When our middle son, Stephen, almost died a few years ago, it was really our church family that helped us to survive that. Um, They provided meals to us. They even helped us financially because we spent so much time at home taking care of Stephen that um, financially we really got strapped. And uh, having a church family is critically important. So I really encourage you to do that. And then the next one, your remarks after most readings are ideal, but specifically for the Psalms, I like the preface. And I agree with you. I that's You may have noticed that uh, once I started doing that, I really like that. Uh, the Psalms have so many uh, circumstances under which they were written that it's really helpful, I think, before you hear the Psalm to get the context. And so as far as I'm concerned at this point, we're, we're going to continue doing that. And the next one, great show, Steve. I love it when you surprise us by adding a song or music to the show. The boost announcement guy can be a little startling at times. Not all of them, just the one that sounds like he's cheering, boo. (laughs) Overall, a really well-produced show. Thank you. God's word is essential and powerful. I like the prayer requests and personal comments added after each show. It makes it real during these times of crazy blessings. And thank you for that. I'll try and... (laughs) I'll try and tone down the one that says boost. <laughs> um, and, th- and thank you for the kind words about being a well-produced show. That is one of the things that makes the show take time to get out to you. I uh, don't just slap it up there. And you may have noticed I have been adding some more music to the show from time to time. That'll continue. Thank you for those suggestions. 
This one says, the On This Day in Church History segment isn't my cup of tea, but it also doesn't stop me from tuning in each day. And yeah, I get it. Some people are not that much into history, and a lot of the people that I reference are not well-known, or they're from denominations or or whatever that, that you're not interested in, or, or what have you. I get it. But it, it's, it does add a little bit of uh, variety to the show, I think. And so... Uh, unless I get a, a a lot of people saying, I agree with this person, I don't like it either, then we'll continue doing it. And I'm, I'm glad it doesn't stop you from tuning in each day. Thank you for that. This one says, I enjoy your discussion about the scripture as it often makes me think deeper about it. I like the history you bring up now and then. So here's one on the other side of that argument. And uh, this person continues, and I appreciate your prayers for your listeners. So glad Adam Curry mentioned you on No Agenda, and so am I. <laughs> uh, that that mention there on No Agenda really brought a lot of you over, and uh, it's good to have, as I said, I, I'm glad to be joined by you. So those are the ones that I think I'll share with you today. Thank you to everyone who participated in the survey, and thank you to those of you who took the time to give me your thoughts. As they came in, you you probably noticed I began to implement some of those changes that were um, talked about in your suggestions. And listen, I always welcome your comments and suggestions. You don't have to wait for a survey. If you have an idea for the show, whether to say that you don't like something or you do, drop me a line. It's good to know when I'm on the right track, but it's even better to know if I'm doing something or have said something that you're not crazy about. This is only November after all. We started the season in September, and I hope you'll all be with me until the end of next August, and that's a lot of episodes, so if adjustments need to be made along the way, I want to know about it. Each one of you is a member of the LifeSpring family, so you'll always get my undivided attention when you write in. I mean that. I read everything that you write, so don't be shy. Prayer time. We don't have any requests today, but don't forget, you can go to prayer.lifespringmedia.com and submit your prayer request there, or your praises. When God does something good in your life, we want to hear about that as well. That's an encouragement for all of us. So let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for the LifeSpring family and the time we get to spend together with each other and with you. This truly is a blessing, Lord, and I thank you for this extended family. Thank you for those who responded to the survey and their willingness to participate. And for all of the family, I pray that this show will encourage them in their walk with you. Be with each one today and bless them. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. This week's newsletter will have some fun pictures of the lovely Lady Leanne and I with a couple of the folks I mentioned on the anniversary show. Be sure to sign up if you haven't already, if you want to see them. Go to news.lifespringmedia.com. And just a reminder that I do need your support. It is costly to store the media files online. It's costly to deliver them to you. There are software subscriptions to pay, hard drives to buy, website hosting, all sorts of incidentals. And if the show enriches your life, I would very much encourage you to think about what it's worth to you. You decide and then send that to me at lifespringmedia.com support. We learned in the survey that over 75% of you give offerings to your church, and that's good, it's important. God asks you to do that. But if each one of you gave a gift to the show each week or each month, I wouldn't have to worry about how I'm gonna pay those bills. Now listen, I don't want you to take away from what you're giving at church, but please consider that you're probably spending more time with me each week than you are at church. Pray about it, would you? 
Thank you, and God bless you. I'm going to ask you to do one more favor. Please tell somebody about the show, okay? Until tomorrow, may God bless you richly. Thank you for being here. I'm Steve Webb. Take a hike. Bye.